Howdy. This is your mind ranting. Thank you for tuning in today on this hump day, the 2nd of November, 2022. And we are less than two months away to the beginning of a new year. Wonder if this year will be the finale of the COVID saga. I hate calling it that. But I mean, these last few years have been quite chaotic. So fingers crossed that it will get better this coming year. Amid the, you know, the revolving election crisis that might occur. um, The large amount of inflation that we have to deal with as the world economy. And Elon Musk taking over Twitter. I'm kidding. I don't really care too much for that. Um, outside of uh, just hope that things turn out well for the website. So today's rant, I actually kind of wanted to give my testimony or at least, I guess, my my opinion on these, this whole 10,000-hour uh, dilemma when it comes to becoming an expert in skills. Now I've heard arguments of for and against this whole 10,000 hours of uh, putting in deliberate practice towards a skill or towards a habit. And I don't think it's necessarily such a bad thing to have something like this. Now, if you're not familiar with that or, you know, which it's it, you'll hear celebrities and you'll hear Athletes talk about this extensively. Um, this term, the 10,000-hour rule, was actually coined by uh, Malcolm Gladwell in his stellar book, Outliers. Now, I'm sure it took Malcolm Gladwell more than 10,000 hours to become a spectacular storyteller. Uh, Malcolm Gladwell is the New York Times bestselling author and is a, uh, I think he's a part-time or he might be a full-time writer over at the New Yorker. Uh, does a pretty damn good job. Love his storytelling. Um, he also has a great podcast, uh, The Revisionist History. I think it's still called that. I haven't listened to some of his work in a while. But uh, yeah, so this book, Outliers, uh, basically kind of points out that um, some of these uh, riveting experts have put on a ridiculous amount of towards their craft now i'm probably nowhere near 10,000 hours when it comes to podcasting so i do have quite some time to go um but i think what i've noticed is that um i'm probably halfway there when it comes to writing now i talked about how i was journaling quite a lot last year and still doing so this year more so this year, uh, because of my daily writing challenge. And I can honestly say maybe I spend about now for the last year, uh, or the last half year or so, um, I've been spending roughly about two to three hours a day writing. And it's not two to three hours straight. Sometimes it's broken up into... 15 to 30 minute increments, or sometimes I'll go an hour or two straight through. Um, 
and that's probably the max I'm I'll be willing to put in where I feel like I won't be so fatigued, where I feel like my mind won't just start wandering off to go do a variety of other things. And I got to tell you, um, I mean, let's, let's do the math, right? So for the last six months or so, right? So let's do this. Yeah. I just opened up my, uh, my calendar real quick so the last half year right um, let's do three hours times 182.5 so about 547 hours and like i said i've been journaling on and off for the last year and a half or so and by journaling on and off i mean every day i would be writing something but i probably won't spend any more than maybe an hour maybe like 20, 30 minutes in the morning, maybe 10 minutes during lunch, and then at night as well. Um, I could even make a case that I've been reading nonstop for a little bit under 10,000 hours. So I guess, like I mentioned, my testimony is more so it's still an ongoing thing. Um, what I hear a lot about is that, you know, people just throw out this word and just say, hey, just throw out. 10,000 hours um what they forget to do is like mention that yes it has to be deliberate practice I can't just you know for instance I can pick up my guitar and doodle around on it but that's not really considered deliberate practice I'm not picking out the things that I'm not incredibly bad at so whether that is um uh, left hand speed or uh transitions from uh from chords to melodies to arpeggios in a song or my ear training needs to be worked on you know it's things like that um that i should be working on as opposed to just picking it up playing what seems familiar and then you know just looking at a tv screen which i mentioned um there's a couple of people that i follow uh, in the music industry that you know say that's a good way to make of uh, practice time uh, and then there's a really serious players that say just you know shut yourself off for a couple of hours and just doodle away on your guitar you also got to take into account this whole idea of diminishing returns with the whole guitar thing i can probably get lost in it maybe two or three hours then it just becomes monotonous and um, my focus just gets thrown off um, same thing with the writing or reading to read for quite some time but then after a while mind starts wandering off doing its own thing wondering what's going to be for dinner whether I clean the litter box whether I have any use for any gift cards that I keep under my uh, keep in my dresser you know that sort of stuff right and um, needless to say this 10,000 hour uh, or 10,000 hour rule thing is gonna, um, it's a kick in the butt. Um, but then you also hear guys, um, I just listened to uh, the Lex Friedman podcast with this computer scientist. I, I, his name was Andre Jabriaki or something along those lines. Um, he just basically said, pick out something and just deliberately throw yourself in there. And I kind of like that as well because. One thing I've noticed is that 
when people are, you know, they're doing the work or they're planning to do the work, they think planning um, for their practice is what really counts. But it's that's really not work. That's really not practice. You're just delaying the inevitable that you need to get the work done, so to speak. So it's like, I don't think people are truly maybe putting out those 10,000 hours because they're just planning as opposed to, you know, intense uh, trial and error. They might look at other people's um, testimonials. They might look at uh, people's learning patterns to try to figure out how to do so. And they might consider that part of the 10,000 hours, the research part at least. Um, I think... Malcolm was probably probably uh, pointing more so towards the idea of actually doing something, so to speak. So I don't really consider. I, I mean, unless I'm picking out editing as a as a thing to learn, which that is one of my weaknesses. Um, I consider editing to be um, not part of my ten thousand our rule when it comes to writing so to speak maybe i have a 10,000 hour or 10,000 hour rule uh, set up for editing um in the near future but for right now it's just basically creating uh whatever comes to mind so you know it is it's been quite fun so to speak like i mentioned um Still got quite a ways to go. I might be able to extend this writing process a little bit longer. You know, I have to be aware of the diminishing returns um, issue. And then, you know, a lot of people can say that you can become an expert in less time. You could if you're very hypervigilant and you are... Uh, going through a trial a rapid trial and error you know but even this whole idea of becoming an expert is subjective um i actually made a mini rant about this um last week about how even if i decide to put and i and i think i mentioned the ten thousand hour rule but or at the very least i mentioned the um the 10-year rule even if i were to put in the work for that long to some it'll still seem rubbish it'll be childish it just won't make much sense to them and that'll be the case for a lot of you know people i I know that people like uh, charles bukowski some of his work has been very vulgar some people consider it to be rubbish i've heard people say that Charles Bukowski should never have been famous. I've heard people saying that J.K. Rowling's work is trash. Again, this whole idea of, uh, and and that they weren't experts in in their field. And they're horrible examples of what to aspire to be. It's just like, I mean, to to who, who do we really live up to to become experts all the way around? And then, you know, going back to, you know, we could even go back to Bukowski's drinking problem. Um, just his uh, rude behavior. It'll throw a lot of people off. 
he's an expert in writing. He's not really an expert at being a really good human being. Um, you could even say the same for J.K. Rowling, making um, making statements that might have gotten her canceled. Which I mean, I mean the lady's still making good chunks of money even if she's getting canceled, and whatnot. But um, you can't be an expert all the way around. I mean, this whole idea of jack of trade things. I've made a podcast about that before. Now, as I'm progressing into this whole writing thing, I realize that there's a lot of shit that I was wasting time on that I really am not good at. And I kid you not, it's it's stupid shit. It's like cleaning or uh, doing chores. That makes me sound like a fucking brat. <laughs> but I, I mean, I'm better off like throwing out the trash or, or cooking something up. I, I could be an expert in that. But uh, in terms of, you know, making the bed correctly or doing things of that sort, you know, not an expert at it because I feel like that's not not worth my time. I, I have only so many hours to put in uh, to waste time on this when I feel like I want to write or I want to do a podcast. Like, like at right now, I, I know there's a crap ton of chores to get done throughout the day, you know, clients to meet with. Uh, for work um but it's like the amount of time that i would waste going through all that motion i would rather be here putting this out adding towards my 10,000 hours of uh gaining i guess a self-imposed title of uh expertise um but yeah if you haven't checked out the book malcolm gladwell outliers really good stuff great storyteller um i mean i think he even did the uh he did the narration for a french fry document uh document uh documentary wow that was incredibly difficult to say um it was actually one of my favorite um i think the documentary was uh inspired by uh one of his uh one of his episodes on revisionist history about the mcdonald's fry at least the old school one that tastes really good uh, I grew up a, a 2000s kid, so I wouldn't know what that uh, crispy fry might have tasted like. But, um, yeah, so check it out. Check out his other work. Uh, you know, you got Talking With Strangers, um, The Tipping Point, and a few others. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, that's just my two cents on this whole... 10,000 hour thing and do with do with this testimony what you will um, this is just coming from you know just a normal person just a normal everyday person who's just looking to improve just a little bit every day um, I definitely would love for you to figure out what you really what you really want to get pulled towards in terms of terms of uh, occupation or in terms of work and then just hammer down on those 10,000 hours and then even there there <laughs> even there uh, go beyond those 10,000 hours and still remain a student and that just wraps up today's episode I hope you guys enjoyed uh, if you haven't checked out the Substack um, newsletter what the hell are you waiting for no I'm just kidding um, check it out. 
we definitely would love for all of our fellow degenerates to get on there, hear what I have to say, you know, and, um, yeah, leave a comment and, um, that's all there is to it. So tune in next week, or you know what? I might end up putting another episode, like a bonus episode for this week. So tune in, be sure to keep your ears open, your hearts open, your minds closed if you want. a lot of things and um that's all there is to it take care catch you guys in the next one